Uh, you can start talking whenever, dude. It's going. All right, gang. All right, guys. This is the Everything I Am Because of Everything I Learned podcast. Obviously, this is just a bit of a first starter out. We'd have some more background music and things like that and intro and all that. But for everyone listening right now, you probably know I'm Carson. I'm Connor. Um, Sidon. And this is just uh, this is something we've been wanting to do for a while now. And uh, it kind of came to the collective thought process that it's something we can share to the other people around us through the conversations that we have, that everything we are is because of everything that we've learned. And we're all pretty young. I'm 22. Connor, I know. How old are you? Uh, I turned 25 in a couple weeks. So. Excited. I am also 22, and I turned 23 in August. Yeah, so we're all pretty much inside of our beginning to mid-20s, and uh, we've been through a little bit of experiences just based on the place that we've lived and things like that. And Because of that, we have kind of an outlook on the world that uh, is a bit unique to all the situations that we've been in. So we're going to use this as a platform to talk about it, share ideas, and just really kind of be able to connect with other people who listen to the podcast. Um, on today's episode, Connor actually brought this idea up. We were talking about the butterfly effect a bit. And the butterfly effect is uh, is just quite a crazy concept if you've ever heard of it before. I'll let Connor take it away and talk a bit more about it. But we're going to talk about how it's led us to the journeys that we are and the places that we have been. So, Connor. Yeah, no, definitely. Butterfly effect is, I mean, for the actual definition of it, it's the phenomenon whereby a minute localized change in a complex system can have large effects elsewhere. Um, so like on kind of a, I guess, movie scale or whatever, that's like if someone went in like uh, uh, a time machine and they happened to uh, do something in whatever year they went to in the past, it affects everything in the future. Um, but we were talking about it more on a scale of just like how it can help or hinder different opportunities. I don't even want to say hinder because, I mean, you end up where you're supposed to end up no matter what. But um, we were talking about, for example, this weekend, how uh randomly like we ended up uh well me i live in austin we don't live together but um i randomly met some people who uh, offered to take me out uh that night instead of the plans that i had originally had set up uh, and i said yes and i ended up having a super crazy weekend and met like a ton of people uh that now are are good friends and, and kind of moving towards um like knowing even more people and knowing more places around here um, it's just kind of crazy how like saying yes to something can completely change like your current living situation um, or how saying no could keep you away from something else, which is kind of wild. So, yeah, I love that. And like the idea that if a butterfly flaps its wings, it can change something 100 million miles away inside of the universe is such a crazy concept. For me, one of the crazier concepts is the idea that Will Smith sm- smacking Chris Rock on the face has changed the outlook of our society for the for the rest of the time being. So just small little things like that, that happen inside of our world have to do with the outlook of how society goes. If you look at it now, the Oscars will never be the same. I mean, for me, the butterfly effect has kind of led me to a different purpose and meaning through the idea that schools happen. I mean, I've, I've been playing soccer for a long time. And when I was in Kansas City, I thought my life was going to go one way, but it didn't because of an injury. And I'm sure I'll touch base on it some more, but I mean, it just can change everything. The outlook, you think your life's going one way could do a, a complete flip the next day, which is uh, which is something special and scary at the same time. So, do you got any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that it's interesting to think about how just the actions you take every day not only influence 
like, you know, your life, of course, but others around you and the things you say can have, you know, pretty meaningful or impactful things happen to others. Like you could say something that you might not even think twice about and someone else can really resonate with that, you know, that sentence or whatever you say, and they might carry that for the rest of their life. And that might be something that really interests them. I like that a lot. I mean, kind of going from that, I mean, I think it's a good place to kind of tell our most butterfly effective, I guess, stories that led us to the point that we're supposed to be at. And uh, this is more of like a coming out story, I guess, for all of us to not not in that way. Coming out. Yeah. No one think about it that way, but kind of telling us our journeys and the way that we got to the points and times that we are because we are all interconnected we all live on the same little property i guess in the islands well our parents do we um we all kind of spread our wings and flew a little a little bit ago but we all live on the same property inside of the caribbean we've lived inside of uh caribbean for the better part of our lives but for me my personal story it um it all who has a dog who has a dog i don't have a dog i'm sorry i might be tripping i heard a dog barking anyway so for my personal story, it uh, kind of it kind of started from when I from when I was the age of fifteen. The butterfly effect really happened when I met a dude named uh, named uh, Coach Ahmed, and this guy kind of appeared in St. Thomas on a on a whim. Really, our whole national team was folded almost to the point where it was to no return. The Virgin Islands national team just based on corruption and things like that. And out appears this short little Somali man who uh, speaks the craziest English because he's also from Sweden as well. And he is probably one of the most important people inside of my story. You'd never really even know it. So this guy appears and he uh, starts coaching us and training us and doing all these crazy things with us. And he took some time and realized that, uh, that I, was, uh, I was pretty good at the game soccer and that if I wanted to, wanted to kind of continue doing anything, I needed to move. And because of him, he moved me to Kansas City. And when I moved to Kansas City, I met a ton of other people that I wouldn't have met because that man somehow ended up moving to St. Thomas. And when I met all these people in Kansas City, they helped me develop into the person, the player I am today. And that, over the years I was there, I met so many people and created so many good relationships with uh, those families, friends, and things like that, that led me to believing I was going to stay in Kansas City for a long time. And lo and behold, another butterfly effect happens. One of the last games I'm playing inside of the academy for um, sport in Kansas City, I ended up getting pushed over. Like one of the last academy games before I was supposed to move to um, – playing with the USL team a lot more and then hopefully signing a contract with them. And I get pushed over and I fall right on my labrum, tearing my labrum and I have to get surgery and I'm out for six months. And for the moment of time, I think it's the most devastating thing on earth. But as time goes on, I mean, I start healing. I start realizing on different paths what's going to happen to me. And I go to, uh, I go to college and that's where I am now. I'm at High Point University and I've been here for the past three years. And because of me being here, I've learned so many different things about myself, about people, about just just all sorts of things. Like I've become quite quite more spiritual. I believe in meditation, yoga. I do a lot more art. Like I've met like some of the best people I've ever met inside of my life who really turned me to the person I am today. And that's strictly just because of one man moving to St. Thomas. You know what I mean? Like what seems such such an insignificant thing has led me to become the path I'm on now because some dude from Somalia ended up becoming a coach taking a coaching job halfway across the world from where he's from, finding a kid who thought was somewhat decent and sending him on a trip to Kansas City, where I'm not even at now, has led me to the path I'm on now. And I mean, it's just one of the craziest things. If you really look back at all the little tiny people that you've met and the things that you've affected, how they've 
kind of put their paint inside of a a collage of interests and stories and things that creates the person for the whole. But yeah, that's that's not butterfly effect. That's I don't really know what is because one man moving has changed my destiny for the better part of my life. So thankful for all that. And I'm sure you guys have a bunch of good stories just like that. But it's crazy to think that one small move one small instance of one dude who I had no idea even existed moving to an island when I was 15 changed my life for the better part of it. Yeah, no, I mean, that's kind of, kind of the same in different ways. I mean, obviously we all grew up playing soccer together and had opportunities there, but there's one, I think kind of like the most random one for me um, was probably last year or yeah, about last year or so. Um, I've been signed to a couple or two modeling agency for a little bit, uh, but didn't really do anything uh, with it. I was kind of really focused on the soccer and, and finishing up university and everything. Um, so kind of like went along the wayside, and then I was just out one night, um, and someone randomly asked me if I was just into modeling and uh, kind of explained the whole situation and was like, "Yeah, I am," but like, they really do anything with it? Um, and just kind of from the good gracious, like third. They're, they were like, no, I'm going to put you, like, with the one that I'm signed for. Um, immediately, like, brought me to, like, all of their, their scouting people and everything. Um, and they had booked me right away. And that kind of uh, then sparked a lot of other interests in other agencies. And then randomly, almost, like, overnight, I went from being signed, to, like, halfway uh, for one agency. And then all of a sudden, had three uh, large-scale nationwide industries. And, I mean, since then, I've gotten a lot of cool opportunities. Like, met super cool people. I just finished like my first global deal, um, yeah, which is really Connor, cool. Connor, when, you, when you talk about this, I, in the moment, do you feel that like one small thing is changing it, or are you just more focused on the broader like spectrum of it? Does it is it not to like is it not till you like you've had all this and you look back you're like damn that's the butterfly effect? Or inside of the moment, are you realizing because you are older when this happened to you? Are you realizing oh my gosh, just one instance doing this for me? Oh my gosh, just one person could like change this whole thing? Or are you just kind of going with the flow? understanding what's going on or is it one of those things where now that you have the time to look back and kind of like in hindsight be like damn one little small thing changed everything for me or is it in the moment you're like oh my gosh everything's changing right now and it's because of these small things um i think it's more of like like i don't sit there like in the moment be like oh like this is like changing different things it's it's just more of like the fact of when you look back and you're like oh like damn like if i didn't like run into this like if i decided not to go to this side of the bar at this exact time that they also decided to go in like we wouldn't have like accidentally bumped into each other she wouldn't have asked me that question and then from there like i wouldn't have had that conversation and then kind of met other people from her agency and then got put on through them so i think it's more of like like it's not something that you're actively thinking about at least for me but it's more of like when you take a step back and then look at it and kind of trace your steps backwards, you're like, wow, like if this didn't happen, then like everything else wouldn't have happened. Cause because of that agency, I got signed to a couple other ones, um, which is like a really just weird thing to have happen. And then from that, I wouldn't have started to get different offers for um, different, uh, different gigs and everything like that. So I think it's, it's more of, it's just weird how it comes in the, like background of things or by taking like a reflection on things but with that being said i mean i think as i've gotten older it's more of like like it's cheesy and dumb as it sounds kind of like the like you only live once sort of mindset of it of where like 
I'm only going to be this young, like today, like you're the youngest and the oldest you are at the same time, if that makes sense. And so it's kind of like, you might as well, because it could just turn into like a cool story. Um, and the worst that could happen is you just have a, a bad time and do something else. But like a lot can change at the same time. Um, and I think that like literally can stem with good and it can also stem with bad. Um, I mean, obviously bad things happen to, to everyone. Uh, but I think it's, um, it's just weird how like you can be in the moment and one decision can affect something one way or the other, um, which is cool. So. No, for sure. Exciting. You got any, uh, any stories about how you somehow ended up inside of Colorado being the guy you are? I mean, yeah, I, uh, after Hurricane Irma Maria kind of like decimated, uh, basically all three of the islands, uh, St. Thomas, St. John, and St. Croix, as well as neighboring islands as well, like Puerto Rico and a lot of the southern eastern part of the United States. Florida's a big one, for sure. But after that happened, when flights came back after like three to four months, I had the opportunity to either go live in Colorado with uh, my aunt and finish out my senior year there, or go to Georgia with friend Grant, his little brother Quinn, to live with our high school teacher there and finish out high school there. I ultimately decided on Colorado because I didn't want to put more stress on our high school teacher because they already had two daughters of their own plus two more kids coming on to take care of up in the States, being Grant and Quinn. And I mean, my decision kind of erupted into just, I always think about it sometimes, like what would have happened if I went to Georgia instead of um, Colorado? You know, I met a lot of awesome people here and ultimately decided to come back here for school. So, I mean, yeah, I guess that's one aspect of a butterfly effect, but. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, you'd be a different person today if you went to Georgia. Mr. Elger would have turned you into an absolute menace, but. For sure. But that's, that's the thing too, is like, would you have been a better person or a, like, or a worse person? You don't know. Like, for instance, like when we moved, to St. Thomas, like, I'm pretty sure, I'm almost certain, like, I would not have been as good of a person growing up there. Um, and that's just for different, like, cultural reasons and stuff. But, like, it's it's just weird because, like, you ended up, like, who you are today just because of, like, certain small decisions like that. But that doesn't necessarily mean, like, it is a good thing like for instance like i think all of us are good people but like let's say if someone's like an asshole like but they chose a decision that messed up a lot of things in their life like they could have like instead been like a very successful person and very giving and generous or something it's just like weird how um everything can kind of switch based off of of one thing and it doesn't have to be like meeting a person or something it could have been like an opportunity um, like Sidon said, I'm kind of like moving elsewhere, but like, I think we just kind of adapt like as humans to like where we are and that kind of then adapts to like our circle of like social, uh, socialness. And then like from there, it's just like culture and values and it stems off to like every little thing. I mean, yeah, a hundred percent. I think that like my thing always with people is that 
like your question, do you think I would have been a better or worse person? I don't think that, I think I would have been a different person for sure, but better or worse, I don't think that there's really an objective standard for how you are as a person. Because I, I don't believe that people are inherently good or bad. It's just your decisions and your experiences growing up has formed who you are. So, you know, huh? Yeah, go ahead. I say, you know, what's crazy is like that what you're talking about is if people aren't good or bad, just objectively. The only thing that determines if someone's good or bad is a societal norm that was put into place. So, you know what exactly. I mean? Like, like one action that might be considered so bad and so wrong inside of one culture is just a complete norm. And because we live inside of these societies with these societal norms, that doing this one thing isn't going to be. Like, like for instance, I guess, like, here's a stupid example, but say, like, these Martians came from some other planets, from Mar- like, Martians came from Mars or whatever, and they, inside of their culture, it's common courtesy for them to go inside of a store and steal things. It shows, them, it shows the store owners, oh, my God, we love the store so much. But you come down here and you steal, the, steal something from the store and it's completely wrong, and the reason you'd be hiding is because the social norms that built the store, you know what I mean? That's, like, such, a, like, a, a silly and a broad example, but at the same time, if you really go down to the brass tacks of things and really like dig deep into a lot of different subjects and a lot of different things, whether that's love, um, family values, things like that, it's all based on because the people that we grew around and the society we grew around, the place that we grew around, St. Thomas's societal norms are obviously different than the societal norms in the States. I'm not going to say good morning, good afternoon, good night to the people in the States as I walk past them. I mean, I might, but it's not as common. And if I don't do it in St. Thomas, I'm looked at like I'm disrespecting someone. So at the end of the day, Good, bad is kind of what you decide it is. I mean, there's not really a right or wrong answer. So I like what you're saying there. I really do. As I was uh, continuing with this, I decided to look up some of the craziest butterfly effects in history, and I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on them. So here's here's one that I found that you might like citing because I know you're into Girls Bravo. and uh, Oh, yeah? And, uh, yeah, you're into <laughs> Girls Bravo and things like what that. What Hitler was responsible for the creation of anime. Does that, does that not, does that blow anyone's mind? Does anyone know more about that? Is anyone confused about that? I mean, I'll read the, the question, story, but the but question the is, was. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, that's for you anime watchers to decide, but for me. That's to the Yo, we're going to get canceled. I'm going to have a big episode. And say that anime is. It is not worth. But anyway, here it goes. That's a hot take, though. That's a hot take, though. Y'all let us know in the comments. That's the hottest take I've seen in a few few years. (laughs) Anyway, Hitler was responsible for creation of anime. Well, it's World War II, actually. After the bombing on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, Japan was economically weak and people didn't even have enough food. Meanwhile, in 1952, a Japanese artist named Osama Tezuka, I hope I said that right, who created a comic to entertain and inspire the public and help them cope with the daily life. After some time, when Japan came out of the economic depression, then a lot of new artists started to create a lot of such comics in the world of manga and anime came into existence. So, and then I mean, it evolved into just hentai. Then it, then it, then it evolved into something you sicko support. Yeah, that's for Johnny. Shout out Johnny. But shout out to Johnny. Yeah, but do you think like? (laughs) Do you do you think like now that you know? I guess it's kind of like the question you were saying earlier, Carson. Is like, 
like are you aware of butterfly effects like are you like going to a certain place and you're like oh like i might meet someone here for this like or i guess like you don't know like what it's for but it's almost like are you like conscious of them or like so i'm curious like if you guys i know like i kind of said my two cents but like i feel like you are the more conscious you are of it the less of the effect it actually has and yeah i also think that like the butterfly effect like it makes sense but at the same time it's kind of just like decision making and one path over another but i don't think really matters i think you could technically say that that's happening all the time like we decided to do the podcast today what if we did it tomorrow like that would have been an effect in itself, but that's oh, just you, a decision. You say, you know? you say so. one path over the other, but I was looking at this one interesting graphic and this interesting side, things like that. Have you ever tried to take your life from perspective, push yourself out and look at yourself in a third person view and look at the trillions and trillions of options that would happen if you did one thing differently inside of the morning than everything else? Like a lot of the paths would look almost similar. Like if you do one thing, it might take every single road for something else. Like, you know what I mean? Because there's an infinite amount of dimensions that are, like, moving along parallel with us. And, like, one movement that you do, me raising my right hand inside of this universe instead of me raising my left hand inside of this universe, this one might make me the president inside of this reality that we went through. This one might turn me into Hitler creating an anime for a new a new form of anime. But every single thing you do, the action, it can take it. Like, it, it's the reasoning for it all. So I think for me is I'm a lot more conscious of the butterfly effect to these days. Like, especially with like the big decisions that I make, I'm sure everyone's a bit more conscious with like the big decisions they make, but I really understand now that, Hey, this decision I'm going to make is going to be a big effect on the life I'm about to have. Like when I was 15 and decided to move to Kansas city, I didn't really have this, like the mental capacity to think, Oh my gosh, my life's going to change forever. I was like, Oh, I'm just moving to Kansas city. I'll play soccer up here. Not everything that follows along and follows suit with that. But as I've moved on and matured and become older and my mental capacity has grown, it's a lot of like the same thing that mom talks about, Connor, because if you guys didn't know the podcast, me and Connor over here, we are actual blood brothers. But um, it's a lot of things that mom talks about. It's when she says people are in your life for a reason or a season. I think every single time I meet someone now, I'm way more interested in my mind, like, well, is this person here to teach me a lesson? that I'm gonna then become a different person or a better person or have a different outlook on life or they're gonna be here for a season that affects me in a certain way that like puts my trajectory here a different course. So, I mean, that this is, is a very- people... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Carson. No, no, I was just gonna say it's a very runaround answer to your question, but go ahead. But I was gonna say, it is weird how, and I don't really know if this is fully still on the topic of butterfly effect, but that's fine, but how people are like in your life for like, different lessons like they're there for like the time that they're supposed to be there to like teach you something is kind of at least what i take from it i mean like carson said like our mom has a saying but like kind of like certain people but you don't like know how long they'll be there is like obviously like that's the thing but it's it's weird how someone can be in your life for let's say like three years or something but teach you a lot about whatever it might be whether it's a relationship, um, like a personal relationship or like a job or something like that. And it teaches you not only about the externals of that, but it teaches you about yourself and how you are like in that scenario. So how are you like in a relationship or how are you in like a certain work setting? Um, and in the, as soon as you kind of know that lesson, it's like, you, not that you don't need them anymore, but like they're there for for that reason and if they're still in your life then they're still teaching you things or still 
um, kind of being there for an actual reason, which is kind of funny to think about. I think, I think, yeah, I love that a lot. I think the hardest thing inside of those situations is when whoever you're like friends with or who that, well, I think when you come to the realization, you're like, damn, I've outgrown these people because the season or the reason that they're there has ended, which is the hardest realization. You know what I mean? That you stop hanging out with like people like a lot more because then you kind of realize, oh my gosh, I've changed. But uh, no, I love what you're saying. I can yeah, is it like, have they agree. changed or have you changed is the thing you got to like. I feel really, like, and like change isn't a bad thing at all. Like, I mean, everyone no, changes at all. all. I feel like mutual change is the best thing. I mean, if, if I wasn't changing, dude, I would hate the person I was. Imagine if you're still the person that you were in ninth grade. Like, yeah, I would have been wearing board shorts yeah. to the movies. Imagine if, Con- imagine if Connor was still wearing a board shorts. That to a model. Sidon <laughs> was, Sidon was uh, in my Montessori doing whatever yeah, those kids do. He was do. still watching anime in the Holocaust the whole time. So, yeah, I was really like, you know. Never mind. I'm not gonna finish that sentence. Um, <laughs> um, well, I want to know what would happen if we never took those ladies to cinnamon. That's what I want to know. Oh, man. <laughs> I was not a part. I was not a part of this. No, no, no. I don't know. That's a crazy. I don't know. though, like I think everything happens for a reason because the state we I am a, now. We on a better path. Yeah, state I am now. A year and something. And you're in something from that, from when the ladies went to Cinnamon to where I am now, is, uh, <laughs> no, much, people who are surrounding me are, are much better for my personal well-being. But Would you have known yeah. that at that same time, or do you think it's because no, I you've gone through personal change? Yeah. But that's the crazy part. Is like yeah. You're the one who changed. Not, I mean, I'm sure they changed, but like you have changed mm-hmm. at the I'm same sure time. Like, yeah. I'd like, I like the person I've become a lot more than the person I was. And I'm sure I'm going to say this in 10 more years, but like, damn, that 22-year-old kid was an asshole. But at the same time, for now, I'm happy and, and able to be inside of the same person and the same body I am, and I'll be like happy with it. It's like one of those things where it's like, was this all just part of the character development for the show, or, or is this the final goal? This is all just character development to lead me to the actual season, because right now we're just in the pilot episode. Very true. There's a lot of life ahead of us. Hey, you guys want to hear something crazy, though? What? This one says you can sort of trace 9-11 and the origins of ISIS back to a dog getting killed in the 1950s in Texas. Okay. Well, that's okay. a reach, but... Do <laughs> you want me to go on this read one? It. Yeah, read it. <clears throat> Let me set the scene for you. Dog enters city councilor Charles Hazard's yard. Hazard feeds its food mixed with glass. Spoiler, dog doesn't make it. We're all sad. In a way less cool than John Wick moment, young ex-dog owner Charlie Wilson decided he's going to ruin Hazard's career. He organizes people to vote against Hazard's re-election and succeeds. Bolstered by his success, he begins a career in politics, eventually becoming a state senator at the age of 27. As a member of the House of Appropriations Committee, Wilson lobbies for funds to bolster a group called the Taliban, fighting for the Soviet-occupied Afghanistan. Look, doesn't he look happy with his Taliban friends? And then there's a picture, but you guys are just listening to this. The U.S. pushed the money through the Pakistan so as to not be directly linked with actions against the Soviets. Pakistan's became, Pakistan became the common training ground of all kinds of rebels and fighters, arming and training them to fight Afghanistan. One of the people trained in Pakistan is a civil engineer, son of Saudi billionaire Osama bin Laden. Taliban forces beat the Soviets out of Afghanistan, creating their theoretic, I mean not theoretic, theocratic religious state. Pakistan is just kind of happy that they won. Al-Qaeda plans and carries out 9-11, pushing their religious and political agenda in new and interesting ways. 
Apparently not interesting enough, though, as two Al-Qaeda members decided that flying planes into civilian cities isn't a bad enough thing they can do. So they break off and begin ISIS, later renamed Izil and ISIS. TLDR, Charles Hazard is responsible for the dog murder and ISIS. Well, Damn, that, is, dude uh, never, that dude never fed that dog glass. That boy never going to the politics. Maybe. All I'm saying. Well, he, has a, he has a movie. It's Tom Hanks with Charlie Wilson's War. But, hmm. Fun fact. But uh, yeah, that's wild. I yeah, think let's uh, talk about nine eleven. Let's not. I'm just joking. Biden's gonna be like, if nine eleven didn't happen, then like girls Bravo wouldn't be a thing. Um, but no, I think it's like in turn of just got like I don't know if it's butterfly effect or just like chance. Like I don't know exactly if like what we've been talking about can be classified as what, but it's just weird how. Like saying yes or saying no to something can like really change your life in that moment. And like I know you're talking about kind of like there's multiple, at least there's theorized multiple realities and like string theory and all sorts of stuff like that. Well, but before, like, we, before you divulge, do you believe in that? Do you think that there's multiple realities going on to the left and right of us? What? Do you think that there's multiple realities going on to the left and the right of this reality that have small, subtle changes that are parallel realities, but there's like little different effects going on? I mean, if you're watching enough Rick and Morty, maybe, but like, I, like, I, like, in a way, I think so. It's like, what if I, for soccer, for example, like, what if I played better in one game and that, game had i don't know opportunities there and all of a sudden i'm like a um famous soccer player in europe or something or like it's just weird how like i don't know i get what you're saying but it's it's definitely a stretch but like it would be interesting on like multiple realities but do you think like chance always has to be good or are there like chances that you've had like that haven't been taken or you've had a negative experience with that have altered your life um altered your life for the worse or altered your life for the better i'd be curious on like either i mean personally i feel that even the bad shit that happens to you it's all gonna happen for a reason i mean it's like i was saying a little bit ago it's like is this all character development am i just leading to the actual character i am like I don't know. I think I've told this to you a long time ago, but like, as long as you're still breathing, like you're fine. Like at the end of the day, this earth is such a small thing compared to the universe that if you're breathing or alive, like even if you are homeless, even if you're like that, you can still fight your way out of it. And uh, that's not to discredit any homeless people and say the situations they're not going through isn't like a real big deal and a real thing. Like, like all the negative stuff that happens can shape you into a better person if you let it. Like all the stuff that's happened to me isn't been good i mean it hasn't been like the most beautiful journey like i a lot of people on the outside looking in think this is some kind of charm journey where everything happened perfectly and there was a straight line there was no sacrifice and nothing like that and for the people listening i'm talking about just my path to college soccer and being able to get a scholarship to a d1 like university and things like that like a lot of people from back home and around think that somehow i lived this like charmed life where i went to this one place and it was uh and it was all uphill from there. I mean, there's a lot of like different lessons I had to overcome being there, loneliness, social anxiety, like depression, anxiety, like things like that, that just happened to affect me that led me to become the person I am today. And even the bad stuff that's affected me, all this sad stuff has, uh, 
has really created the personality that I have that has these outlooks of like allowing myself to think differently, to think deeper, to not let surface level situations affect me to my core. But the good and the bad, you got to take them both because at the end of the day, it's just part of life and the wheels keep on turning. So you can let it either be the straw that breaks the camel's back or let it be something that helps you on your journey. Do you think so? Yes, Silas. Uh, Do you guys want to hear something crazy? Go look up a site on Urban Dictionary. It's for a good time. Sorry, you keep talking. I'll look it up on Urban Dictionary. Don't look that up. Um, I don't know. I think life's just exactly the way it's supposed to be. I don't think that there's a reason for anything happening. I don't think that there's like justification for people doing things they want to do. I think it's just you're here and you should enjoy what you're here doing. Like, there's not like, there's, I don't know, like you were saying about the parallel universe and stuff and like trying to justify things that happen in your life. And I just don't really think it's worth justifying. It's just kind of like it happens and it happens. And even if there is a timeline that happens to sit right next to me and we're doing the exact same thing right now, but we split off somewhere later in life, it's like, doesn't really matter. It's just, yeah, you can't like do anything yeah. about it. I, I, so, like, there's nothing you can do. There's no there's no point in like trying to find justification behind why some dude like committed a crime or why someone hurt your feelings or I don't know, broke your heart or yeah. slapped you. Like Chris Rock. Like I don't know. There's there's it happened. It happened and that's what happened. So why try to justify what happened? You guys ever um you guys ever see the movie Her? Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, so for the people listening who don't know what the movie Her is about, it um here I'll do a little description of it, but it uh, it pretty much discusses the relationship a future relationship about um about this one. How do I mute? How do I mute Discord side? How do you mute? What do you mean? This other chat is making notifications. Oh, um, you just click. You. Right click them or double click them and then you click mute server. Okay, thank you. Yeah. All right, anyway, back to what I was saying. So this movie Her takes part inside of the future and inside of this relationship, and, um, it shows this dude who had his heart broken who actually gets this like super futuristic computer that can gain sentience. It's his phone. He, he basically. Yeah, yeah it can gain sentience. Sorry, apologies. And the phone can the phone becomes <laughs> self aware. It starts starts growing as well. But it stars um, it Phoenix. stars jo- yeah, Joaquin Phoenix and Spike Jones the Spike Jones part is Carl Johansson's the voice and all that. But pretty much. I mean, it has nothing to do with the movie, but there's a scene inside of it that I like a lot that um, that one of the kind of a side characters said. So she ends up she ends up uh, getting divorced from her husband, and uh, Joaquin Phoenix comes over and they're talking. Whatever, Joaquin. 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 Joaquin Phoenix comes over, and he um. He's talking to her and he's like, well, like, are you so sad that all this happened? Like, even though she's the one who instigated the divorce and like broke the heart of the guy, she looks at him dead in his face and he goes, I mean, I was laying in bed and I came to the realization that I'm only here for a finite amount of time and I'm going to allow myself joy inside of that finite amount of time. And I don't know why it resonated to me so much, but the idea that we're only here for 
maybe maybe a hundred years if you're mad lucky and that's nothing in the grand scheme of things so like no matter how many times you mess up how many like wrongs you do how many rights you do how many times people wrong you at the end of the day you're just here to experience things and create joy for yourself you're not responsible for anyone's happiness like you might do some fucked up shit and like some bad stuff and like you can feel bad about it for a while but if you let that stuff weigh on you or someone does it to you you let that stuff weigh on you forever you're not going to allow yourself to have joy inside of a time period that's so finite in the grand scheme of things that you're not going to be here to even remember the times you had so like why not just allow yourself joy and why not just allow yourself happiness all the stuff on the outside coming in is just like how the world goes but if you're not allowing yourself happiness or joy you're doing yourself a disservice because you're really not here for much longer like 22 years old seems like we have a lifetime to go which we do 20 almost 25 for connor seems like we have a lifetime to go which we do but at the end of the day that lifetime isn't very long in the long term like run of things but it's gonna, it's gonna go by like that uh i, I mean i agree i think that I just I like the perspective of you're only here for so long and why why dwell or not not make the best the best out of what you got. So I don't know. The thing I think about all the time is how where am I going with this? I just like completely animated. No dude, that's not where I'm going with this. Someone else talk until I get this. We'll say, I don't know. Like, I just forgot. There isn't, it's crazy. There isn't a point, and like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I've definitely been on the other side of that. Like, I mean, I've gone through shit. Like, everyone has their own demons. Like, I've been upset. I've been depressed. But like, when you look at it from a like realistic standpoint, it's it's like in the let's say day to day inconveniences. I mean, if you have like like depression or something different but like if you're just upset like you like i'm kind of broken up you like mad at some person like like little things like what's the point i mean it's gonna get itself figured out and if it doesn't get itself figured out then in a way it's still kind of figured out because you know to like avoid that situation or that person and i mean like Carson said, I mean, there's only so many years that you have, and you also don't know how many years that is. Like, why, like, no, why go out mad? I mean, I always try to, like, never go to bed, like, mad at someone. Like, if like, I'm pissed off at Carson or, like, or something, kid, like, I'd always try to go to bed and not mad because there isn't holding a grudge because you never know, like, when someone's, like, last time is. So, I don't know how we got on on this topic here, but <laughs> no, I remember. I remember what I was gonna say. I remember what I was gonna say. So, basically, um, like you're not responsible for anyone else's emotions. Obviously, you should try mm-hmm. to not be a complete asshole to people, but mm-hmm. like no, that's sure. not your responsibility. Your your responsibility is your own life, and as much as like people can have an effect on that. It's like you don't control how people feel and people don't control how you feel. Feelings are fleeting and coming and going um, feeling. It's exactly what they are. It's just a feeling. It's, it's, it's only there for a second. It's like the you know, waves on the shoreline. It comes and goes, goes in and goes out. 
you're gonna feel sad, angry for a bit, but eventually you'll you'll stabilize. You'll come back to your you know your center, and that's where you'll sit. So you really have to like that. you really have to think about how you know if someone makes you feel really shitty, it's just because that's how you're interpreting it to make you feel. You you have full control over whether or not you want to interpret that the wrong way. And same thing for other people. If if you're being very genuine with someone and they don't like your answer, I mean, I don't like it's just kind of it's up to them. It's up to them to figure that out. And I don't think yeah. that you're necessarily responsible. I think you're responsible for being as decent as a person as you can be, but I don't think that you're responsible for being the best person for everyone. I like that. I like that a lot. What you said was like, eventually everyone will come find their center. For like me, as soon as you said that, I imagined a boat that's rocking and tipping, but at the same time, like you always come back to finding like the balance inside of it. Like no matter how angry, how upset or how sad that you are as a person, there's like something happens. Eventually you'll find that stabilization again, no matter who does like you wrong or what happens, but you'll end up finding that peace, that calm, that center again. And that is, that's an expert, that's an important perspective a lot of people don't really have. Like some of the things that are minor might seem like the end of the world to someone, but there's still so much life to have that eventually you'll find that center again and be able to be at peace with yourself and as a person. Yeah, and another thing that that's been, um, I guess kind of a struggle for me honestly lately is just my, like what I want to do in life. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of a struggle for everyone all the time because people talk about their midlife crisis in their 40s, which is exactly just like, you know, there's no such thing as a midlife crisis. It's just you're just figuring out life, which you're always doing. But like, I don't know what I want to do. And I feel like most people don't know what they want to do. And what I do know, though, is that I want to surround myself with people I care about and I want to be able to do things that bring me fulfillment. And to me, that's just like finding a way to monetize the things around me that let me do the things I enjoy, which is spending time with people I like being around, making podcasts with you guys, like Mm -hmm. anything that can do with having human interactions in just the most natural way possible is important to me. I don't really care that much about money. I think that it's, it's an important thing in life and you need it. Because you got to pay to live. I mean, you got to eat, you got to do this and that. But at the end of the day, to me, the importance of creating bonds and just having a life with people that I care about around me is more important than, I don't know, secluding myself and dedicating my entire life to, I don't know, like research or getting better at business and working for a firm from nine to five for the rest of my life until I'm 60. Mm-hmm. I don't really care that much about exactly. that. Well, journeys like that, sometimes is what we are talking about before. Sometimes you just have to let go and let people you meet and the actions you take be the guiding light for your future. And what you want is going to be what you want. And hopefully you can find a way to make good money. Or not even, you talked about you don't even care about money. Find a way you make a, a life that's stress-free with the money problems that allows you to still do the same things that you want. At the end of the day, happiness is always going to be more value than wealth. Like your your mental health is always going to be above the amount of money you're making. And as you can sit back and really say that you're happy, 
then then you're golden. It doesn't really matter how much money you're making. For me, like my dad's probably one of the best versions of that for me. Like he's not the richest person inside of the world, but I know every single day he sits back and he's satisfied with the life he created because he's happy with the job he does. He's happy with the people he has around him. He's happy that he like the life he created. He told me the other day when we were on the porch, he goes, I'm not a very rich man in wealth, but I'm probably the richest guy I know when it comes to family and the people around me. And for me, that's the life that I want to live. Like I'm not going to go slave away to be depressed, to try to make money, to live in a cul-de-sac. Like I'd rather just travel and be, be happy with the things I do. We have all people around balance, me that make baby. me laugh. Exactly. It's all but at the same balance. time, I'm not going to be a bum. Like there's no way I'm just going to. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> you just going to smoke a J and just chill and see Thomas the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, nothing like that. Nothing. Yeah. I go, I go, you just get, go home, get boots off with John. That's all I want. There's no lie, John. John took the biggest leap of all that. And this is a big shout yes, out to John. Sir. This man was a computer science major and realized, holy shit, this isn't making me happy. What makes me happy is being in St. Thomas and driving boats and being a captain. So this dude, yep. dead ass, just said what he we're talking exactly about. He said, what we're talking about. Yeah. Exactly, bro. He said, man, fuck this. I'm not going to do this. It doesn't make me happy. I'm going to go back to St. Thomas. I'm going to work on a boat and I'm going to be happy. And he lives the life, man. This man is happy. He, he has a good time. Hanging so shout out, out with, his, with his favorite I will, say, I will say with that, I will say with that, that's from hard work. You can't just want to do what makes you happy, but then not work at it. I mean, you're going to have to work yeah. regardless of what I it mean, is. I mean, put in his hours, right? No, that's what yeah. I mean. Like Johnny, yeah. Johnny's worked for it. So that's why he's done it. Like my dad's worked for the things that he's gotten now, but it's not like he was just like, oh, I want to do this because it makes me happy and then kind of sat around. It's almost like you have to work harder for the things that you want in life rather than okay. um rather than things that you're just doing to get by because i mean if they mean that much to you you need them to succeed so yeah. but i think yeah. that's uh i think that's about it i don't really know we've gone yeah. from the butterfly effect through like all the way to here but um i think i think the way the best way to end these things is each of us just say the three most important things that we've learned from the situation so I'll just go ahead and start. The three most important things I learned from the butterfly effect are the people you meet can either be inside of your life for a reason or a season, and they may affect you and go on your different trajectory. You never really know where your life is headed, so just allow it to be a thing and allow the journey to take you. Be grateful and be gracious to the people around you because you never know who or what they're going to meet inside of your life. So those are the three most important things that I've learned through this butterfly effect. You guys can share yours. I would say, like, Take the chance. The worst that could happen is you just don't like it and you do something else, um, no matter what jurisdiction that's in. Um, value the people that come from that chance, um, whether you end up enjoying the chance or not. See what they're saying. See where they're coming from with their background and why, and see how that corresponds with your life. And I would say don't be afraid to make mistakes rather just learn from your mistakes um because like if you take a if you do take that chance and it doesn't work out or you kind of how we started talking towards the end if you do something that you are more passionate about but it doesn't work out that doesn't mean that it's a failure just realize like where the shortcoming was and, and how you can do it again because i mean there's always going to be more things that you're interested in or there's going to be another dream or there's going to be something that makes you happy um, so apply like what you've learned from past things into into the next thing. Um, 
Yes, my first one is Be Yourself Unapologetically. Uh, just be you. Second, try to base all your decisions off your core values. That's something that you should try to figure out if you don't have that figured out as soon as possible. Figure out what's really important to you. And then making decisions based on that. Obviously, decisions are decisions, and they come with consequences, good or bad. But being able to make a decision based on your values will always always lead you down the path that I think when you look back, you're least likely to regret. And lastly, enjoy the ride, I guess. No, you're lucky enough. You're lucky enough to be born. And if you really hate where you are right now, save a few thousand dollars and move. I don't know. Do something. Change it up. Don't get stuck where you are. True. Don't um don't waste your life away because there's a lot of people in worse situations. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you're probably in a pretty decent situation. Because <laughs> you got a and phone, you got technology, you're... <laughs> you're probably in a house, you got Wi-Fi. You can do something. There's something you can do, and there's always something you can do. So, you know? Yeah. For everyone listening, this is uh, this is our first go at the podcast. It's uh, something, like I said before, we have really been wanting to do for a long time. This isn't just kind of a harebrained scheme that came up. We're like, oh, we should do a podcast. We've had talks about these for almost a year now, and then the timing just seems like it's right. Everyone seems like they're settling into their life a bit more. But um, it's obviously a bit rougher and a bit uh, a bit harder around the edges than you would uh than you'd like but as we go on it's going to become a bit more professional a bit more things like that but uh pretty much just thanks for hanging out with us for this bit of time that we had talking with us about these things and just uh listening if you guys have any comments anything you wanted to add just go ahead and shoot us a comment text email anything like that if you're uh, close with us if you're not just comment but yeah thank you guys all right lads See you later. See ya. Oh, also, just so you guys know, I'm going to, we don't have to do it for this podcast because we're just going to send it to basically people we know, but I'm going to make an email and then we can plug that at the end. And I kind of wanted to do like a segment where people can just email us like literally anything. Questions. Like it can be questions about relationships or, or like questions about a job or how to handle the situation. Like mm-hmm. it can be anything, but yeah, like sure. we just, we just go through and we'll have like 10 minutes at the beginning or we'll just answer stuff. Sure. Yeah, no, for sure. I like that. All right. We're on the sideline with Ben Blaine. <laughs>